Welcome to the Collins Hill Legal Football Podcast. I'm your host, John Miller, with head coach Drew Swick. The proud new father of a baby boy. Congratulations, Coach. How much sleep have you gotten over the last week? Man, it is different with two kids. I appreciate that. Um, you know, it's, it's awesome looking back at the uh, the young man and seeing yourself. You know what I mean? So, uh, not a lot of sleep. You know what I mean? My wife is, you know, carrying the load right now, you know, as uh, as I'm here at football practice. And, you know, uh, it was a great feeling having, you know, two kids. And that's exactly what I wanted in my life. And I got it. So, I'm I'm very thankful. And the young man carries a very special name to you, one of the greatest football players to ever play the game at quarterback, a Tennessee alum, Peyton. Yeah, he's named after uh, Peyton Manning. She wouldn't, Obviously, she wouldn't let me name him Peyton Manning Swick, but uh, you know, we went with Peyton Andrew Swick and, uh, you know, love it. Well, Coach, we're extremely excited for you. Dre, we miss you. We hope to see you at the games real soon. But with that baby boy, we got we got we know you got to take care of him. Um, not going to talk a whole lot about Buford. Scoreboard says everything we need to know about that game. We're on to the next one. We had a great bye week um, when your baby was born. Uh, kids really responded after a couple uh, good days off. We kind of were able to refocus, come back early Monday morning, get onto the gridiron, and and get some work done. But this week has been a really good week of practice. What do you expect to see from your team as we travel over to Mountain View this week? Yeah, I'll talk about the uh, the bye week the bye week real quick. You know, the best thing about this coaching staff and these players is, you know, you hire men to to do a job. You hire men to, you know, if something happens that you know that you ain't got to worry about it. You know, I was I was sitting at the uh, the hospital room with my wife and you know, son's in the NICU and you know that was my main focus. I never had a doubt that you know our players, our coaches would get the job done. We had a great week of practice last week, um, and it's carried over to this week. You know, we ended today with a with an unbelievable you know, um, situational day, but, uh, just super thankful for my coaches. You know, I'm super proud for these players. You know, again, you look at our record, we're one of five could easily be four and two right now, but you know, the, uh, the record speaks for itself. So, you know, we got things that we had to fix. We got them done. You know, the players bought in, we got, we made a few adjustments in the secondary to make ourselves better tacklers, you know, put some, some dudes back there. And, uh, you know, offensively we have competition all over the place and it's creating, you know, it's making dudes become, you know, better players as in pushing themselves every single day they they got to fight for the position now and you know it's making guys come out of their shells and you know we're, see, we're reaping the benefits on the offensive side right now and I'm excited to see that on Friday that type of competition is definitely going to make us better uh, across all levels um talk about the big competitions that you've kind of put in where you've honestly challenged kids to play better um where, where's the biggest competition that you're seeing right now Biggest competition, obviously, is uh, quarterback spot. You know, we got two really good young men. You know, both have their strengths, both have their weaknesses. You know, one's you know more of a passer, one's a, more of a runner, dual threat guy that can do a little bit um, of both. But uh, you know, competition is going to always, you know, make the obviously the best man is going to come out on top. But it makes both players, you know, push themselves to their limit. Um, you know, when you got your job on the line, you're going to see what you're about. You know, you're going to see if you got that fight in you and you know, all week and last week, we've seen both quarterbacks, you know, ball out in practice and, and make the throws. The throws that we had been overthrowing, you know, are now being completed. And uh, it's just good to see, you know what I mean, because we got that consistency on the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, that's going to open up the run. But uh, defensively, you know, we had some issues in the secondary. 
you know, maybe a couple guys that maybe didn't want to make a few tackles, maybe a business decision on a couple plays. But, you know, what I want to make sure that we do is we prevent those 60-yard runs, 50-yard runs, because one guy doesn't want to make a tackle or whatever. But, uh, you know, we got a bunch of dudes back there. You know, I moved Cam Bass to safety. He was a star. And now you got Steven Barjo playing Cam Bass's spot, which is star. And, you know, you look at the defense right now, you got dudes flying around. You got guys that – you know, have passion for defense or listening to what we say and buying in. You got, you know, the defense calling out the plays before it even happens. It feels like 2020 and 2021 all over again. And, uh, you know, you don't think – you don't have to worry about a kid missing a tackle because you got dudes out there that are going to go thump, and that's what they that's what they live for. So, Well, Coach, we're definitely excited to see what the second half of the season brings us and starting with a really good football team in Mountain View. What can we expect to see Mount, from Mountain View on Friday night? Mountain View is going to be run heavy. You know, they'll take their shots whenever uh, they see, a sh- you know, a chance. But, uh, you know, one thing we got to do is stop the run. They got a three-headed monster with 32, 34, and 12, their quarterback. So, you can get quarterback counter. You get triple option. You get a lot of things out of that with uh, some sprint out and, and slow screens backside. So, they're going to motion you to the field and try to hit you weak side, get you to roll cover three. Um, but, you know, our thing is we want to focus on stopping the run, get them out of there. You know, they're game plan, and we will make sure that we uh, we handle the business on defense side of the ball. And, you know, you look off uh, defensively, they're going to fly around. They're always going to play us hard. they got a really good uh, defensive line, you know, and they got some linebackers that can fly around as well. But, you know, for, for the most part, if we handle business on, you know, offensive side of the ball and we do what we know we can do, then, you know, we should, we should be uh, happy at the end of the game on Friday. Well, Coach, we want to thank you for your time. We want to bring in one of those men that you, uh, you kind of relied on over that bye week to kind of take care of uh, – one of, uh, you know, a couple of those outside linebackers for you. A great man. Son plays on the team. Coach Marvin Martin. Well, let's go ahead and get him up. And But do, before we do that, what does that guy mean to this program? He may love Collinsville more than I do. He's been around the uh, program forever. You know, <clears throat> one thing that I look at, get me kind of choked up just talking about him, but uh, one thing that I look at with my coaching staff is I want dudes that want to be at Collinsville. You know, they – they have the passion for the kids. They have the passion for the community. They live in the community. You know, they've been here their whole lives, and, you know, they'll do anything to make Collinsville great, and that's what Coach Martin does every day. Well, thank you, Coach, for your time. Let's go ahead and bring up Coach Marvin Martin, outside linebacker, our Jacks coach, guy who's been around the program, God, almost 15, 20 years, Coach. You've been here for a while. Uh, at least that long. You, you're a guy who's not only kind of has, has shifted from more private sector where you had a really successful restaurant, you ran a restaurant business, correct? Yes, correct. You've shifted to becoming a, a guy that Coach Fronte Fountain, who's our substitute coordinator, also coach on the team, you've been a substitute here, you've been coaching here for a long time. Why did you decide to make that transition and to move over into Collins Hill and move into the coaching side of things? It started off, uh, I, I worked for a long time, like you said, in the private sector and just wanted to make that move and the opportunity was given to me and basically falling in love with these kids, seeing them grow through the, the youth park and wanting to follow and see, see their careers flourish in high school and I got that opportunity to be a part of it and I don't want to let it go. I want to see where this, where this ends up. It's also pretty special when you are a coach whose son plays on the team and you actually in fact coach your son when he moves over to play the kind of like that third jack. He's kind of he's number three on the depth chart, but he's starting at right tackle for us. He's a heck of a football player. How special is that that you're able to share time on the field with your son? It's good and bad at the same time because even through uh, when I coached him at Rick, I never wanted to coach his position. Uh, I was I, well, excuse me, I was the head coach uh, for him at Rick, and now that like you said, I, I get to coach him in his position, and it's it's, it's different. 
because you always get that that, that person that don't want to listen to you, and that's him. I'm like, I'm trying to tell you what you need to do correct. Dad, but he doesn't call me dad on the field. He's always coach on the field. But I feel someone else telling the exact same thing that I said, and <laughs> he'll do it. And I'm like, okay, I just told you that. So it's different, and, then, and I'm having a ball with it. He has a ball with it too, so – uh, we're enjoying it. <laughs> well, that's awesome, Coach. And we definitely see the joy in your face whenever you're able to kind of bring them off to the side, have a conversation with them. Those kind of moments that you might not think about in the at that time, but you know in the future you're going to look back on those and go, man, that's that, that's so special. I was able to coach my son it's, in high school. It's It, it really is. And, and I'm looking forward to the day when Coach Swick goes through that, when his, his son is out on the field and you know he's going to yell at him like, Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dad. Okay, Dad. And he's going to look at him like, I told you that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever bring that home when you guys are watching film together? Yeah, nope. Everything never, stays on the never. field and in the facility? I guess doing it for so long, I had, what, two kids to play football before just for, for Jaden. And you realize you can't, you can't take that home with you because they already don't want to listen to you. And then when you're going over things and you're like, I can't be hard on him or I got to be dad now. I can't be coached. When we're at home, so we try to beat it. I'm dad. When we're watching film, I'm dad. I'm not. I might critique him a little bit, but I'm always saying, okay, hey, we can try to do this better. We can go out in the garage and get a little bit better, or go downstairs in the weight room and get a little bit better. But I never try to push him when when we're at home. Well, I know he appreciates that. He's a great young man. You're a great coach, an even better father. And we are certainly lucky to have a guy like you in our program who who really is a, a father figure to a lot of these young men. So we appreciate all that you've done here for Collins Hill, Coach. I know. Thank what you do and appreciate it. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. Next up, senior wide receiver Neville Cover. Neville Cover is a starter for us. He's going to be getting a little bit more playing time. He had a really great couple of weeks of practice. Guy's been snagging everything out of the air, making some spectacular catches. Had a little bit of a rough start at the beginning of the year, but has really come on late. Neville, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. So, Neville, you're a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. We're going with a uh, you know, a little bit more of a, uh, a fast-paced offense. Yep. How much does that excite you? And What type of job do you have to make sure that you're doing every day, not in practice, but like in school, on the field, uh, in the games, like how do you prepare yourself for that? Um, I try to keep balance with everything I do, um, mainly with school, of course, because you have so many classes, so many things to worry about with grades, teachers, um, projects, everything. So my main thing is balance. On the other end is coming to practice on time, know what I'm doing in practice, knowing the offense, helping my brothers out at practice, people that don't know what to do, building them up, teaching them, coaching them, of course, and just being a great leader overall. So last year you played a lot of JV snaps. This year you've gotten a lot more varsity snaps. You've turned your kind of turned yourself into to one of the the leaders on that offensive side where you're always encouraging, you're always willing to go on the scout team. What type of mentality does it take to to be a successful football player in your eyes? Uh mainly that killer mentality like coming out and wanting to do it and wanting to be the best, wanting to beat the man in front of you. Wanting the, wanting the ball, knowing when you're getting the ball, just being able to be coachable and have an open mind at all times. Excellent. So I'm going to put up – there's a little bit of controversy out there. There's a little bit of locker room material that some people from the other side may or may not have thrown up. How does that motivate you to play harder in the game? Um, Really, just to know 
how my body works, how I'm going to do, um, and then show my best talents and prepare myself outside of the locker room, inside of the field. Next question, what's your message to Eagle Nation? Do we need the students to show up? Um, I think with them showing up, it shows that people care for us, that we're loved, and that can bring a lot out of people. Well, Neville, we want to thank you for your time. Next up, senior defensive back cornerback Sam Asambe. Sam, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, young man? I'm doing good, Coach. And you? I'm doing great. Sam, tough couple of weeks of practice. We got Mountain View staring at us right down the barrel. What's uh, what's going through your head right now? How are we preparing? Uh, right now, just uh, following our coach's game plan, knowing that uh, we got to make tackles this week for sure, knowing they're a run-heavy team and just doing what our coaches tell us to do. A lot of cornerbacks aren't what we call contact cravers. They kind of shy away from contact. Are you a guy that's going to stick your nose in the fan and uh, be willing to make that tackle if it's necessary? Yes, sir. What about your coverage skills? What do you think about your coverage skills? Uh, if you were to rate yourself on a Madden scale, 0 to 99, where are we at on the, on the Madden cover skills? Madden covers, uh, I give myself a cool, cool 80, you know. I ain't there yet, but I'm getting there just getting better on the little things, getting back healthy and just doing what I got to do to get to that level. How nice was it to have a bye week where you had a four-day weekend where you're able to just kind of get away from football, spend time with family, and relax? How, how important is that to you? Uh, it was a good bye week, but I didn't really get away from football. It was really more trying to get back to the level I know I can play on, getting back healthy, and uh, just getting mentally prepared to come back and go through another week and hopefully win and go 4 and over region play. When we're looking at the students, if I'm a student at Collinsville High School, why should I show up to this Mountain View football game? Uh, I know we ain't, we ain't really uh, – Played the best or up to our abilities, but we're a really special team. And if you really come and you watch us play, you know that. And once we put them pieces together, I don't think there's nobody in the state that can beat us. So coming out, just supporting us and just giving us that drive that we need to push us and get us there. Do you think we have all the pieces on the field against Mountain View? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm really looking forward to it offensively and defensively. Awesome. Well, Sam, I want to thank you for your time. Good luck on Friday. Yes, we sir. love seeing you. Next up, we're going to have – Junior, offensive tackle, outside linebacker, Mr. Jaden Martin. Jaden Martin, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, young fella? Excellent. So, so you play two really distinct positions. You're playing offensive tackle where you're on the uh, the end line protecting the front side of the quarterbacks if they're a right-handed quarterback, and then you're playing outside linebacker where you're attacking the quarterback. What do you take from both positions, and how are you able to kind of work those together to be able to be the best football player that you can be? I work them together, like, because, like, when I'm at right tackle, I got to block the jack most of the time. So, like, I usually know, like, their tendencies, like, what they're about to do. Also, like I can tell by like the like if I'm at Jack, I'll know who I'm going up against by like their stance, like what they weigh, and all that. So like I I'm just able to read them, like on both sides of the ball. Are you a big film guy? Do you study a lot of film of of who you're going to be going up against so you can pick up those tendencies of those outside linebackers, defensive ends, and when you're playing outside linebacker when you're playing against those tackles? Uh, yeah, it's usually a lot to kind of go over because obviously I have my dad who always pushing me, but like I have to. I have to look at defense and offense, like so. I have to know both sides every time. But you are the true starter on the right tackle on the offense, so that's kind of your primary position right now. Yeah. 
You're about six foot three, six foot four. You're weighing about two hundred and forty-five, two hundred fifty pounds right now. I would not. I would not say that at all. Um, definitely, um, like two twenty. Two twenty right now. Six two, two twenty. So, who do you? What's the message if you're trying to go play college football, right? Yeah. What's your message to teams who are maybe looking at you, saying like, "Hey, this guy's a tweener." Like, where do you see yourself playing college football? Like, well. Honestly, it's it's kind of crazy right now because like I play mostly right tackle. I want to play more defense, but right now I'm needed there, so I definitely need like work on my weight. But I would say that I'm able to go both sides like anytime. Also, I don't really get tired. Well, you're a heck of a football player. You kind of remind me. You kind of have some of that Jalen George vibes, where you're really athletic. You are a little bit lighter for that tackle position, but you can definitely play that outside. We're definitely looking forward to watching you play on Friday. What's your message to Eagle Nation as we go ahead and uh, take on the Bears at uh, Mountain View High School? Honestly, I just say like just trust, just trust the process. I know it's been like a tough season with all these losses, only coming out with one win, but I feel like this is the game where we should like bounce back. Awesome. Well, Jaden, want to thank you for your time. Thank you for your honesty. Next up, we're going to bring sophomore, wide receiver, defensive back, punt returner, kick returner, heck of a heck of a wrestler as well. Atticus Joseph. Atticus, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, young fella? I'm good. How about you guys? You've uh, you've been on the podcast this year, haven't you? I think you're a scout team player. Yes, you were you were another special teams player of the week at one point. Um, you had a really good couple of weeks of practice where you're getting a lot more looks on the starting offensive side of the ball where you're playing wide receiver. You're a little bit of a smaller guy. You're real quick. Uh, you got great hands. Um, and you're also playing that special teams position. Um, how do you consistently just do well at every position they seem to put you at? Uh, you know, I just, I just uh, try to work as hard as, I, uh, as possible and um, just stay consistent. And uh, just have a good mindset, really. How does it feel to be recognized by the coaches where you are getting those first-team reps on offense? You're not just a strictly a scout team guy anymore, but you're getting a, some serious uh, serious load here on the uh, starting offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I would say it really helps with my confidence because, um, you know, when it goes up, you know, I play better. So, yeah, I really um, I really thank the coaches for that the opportunity. Uh, you've also been uh, starting basically on special teams for the entirety of the year. Do you think your consistency uh, playing at a high level on the special teams has kind of helped the coaches trust you to move to that more offensive side of the ball? Yeah, I think so because uh, it's a big role doing punt return. So, <clears throat> yeah, I think that helps a lot. What's the message to Eagle Nation as we head into the Mountain View game? You know, I'm a student. I'm thinking about maybe going hanging out with my friends at the football game or just hanging out at home watching you know TV or playing video games. Why should I come to this game? Uh, this is a really big game for uh, our season. You know, this is probably going to turn our season around if we get a big winner. Uh, you know, on Friday night. So yeah, definitely come out. Any touchdowns we're going to score on this game, Atticus? Can you guarantee us anything? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we're going. We're going to run the score up. We are going to run the score up. Yes, sir. Okay, I love it, Atticus. We <laughs> appreciate you. Thank you for your time. We're going to go ahead and bring back Coach Swick here. Coach Swick, you got some confident young men coming up to this microphone. Um, let's hope that we deliver on you know, a you know, high-level performance and that these kids are really able to perform. Um, what's the message to Eagle Nation as we kind of head into this uh, this re- really and truly kind of a must-win game for us? Yeah, I listen. I like listening to a lot of the uh, the kids talk because it kind of it gets you uh, a different outlook on things. You know, hearing it from you guys. Um, 
and I heard a lot of them say, you know, this is the the game that needs to turn our season around. You know, we're one and five again, like I said, but we faced a lot of really competitive teams with really good offenses and defenses, highly ranked. You know, and now you get into this second half, the region part. This is the stuff that matters. So you know, you've been veteranized, you've been you know, uh, you know, toughened up, you've been kind of beat down, and now you got this second part. You know, we talk about it uh, practice. You don't get a lot of second chances in life, but this is you know a second time you know to come out here and and turn this thing around. And you know, we got really good athletes to do it, and we just got to put it all together. But like I heard a bunch of the guys say, you know, just trust the process. You know, support these young men, and and the support goes a long way. Trust me, it does. And then, uh, you know, once they know they they got that love and that support, you know, their their play will will excel. So, coach, what's your final message to Eagle Nation and uh, you know all the Eagle faithful out there? Uh, love my community, love my school. You know, uh, grew up in Eagle, been here my whole entire life. Will never will never leave. Always be an Eagle. You know, and uh, again. I wake up every day with a smile on my face because I know I get to go do what I love, and that's coaching football and teach at Collinsville. So go Eagles. Coach, I want to thank you for your time, and as always, it's a great day to be an Eagle.